The Million Dollar Question. Hello and welcome to Some Assembly Required, our podcast over here at Waynefleet BIC Church, where we discuss life through the lens of our Anabaptist roots. My name is Julie Adams. I'm your host today and I am joined by Pastor Trevor Main. Welcome, Pastor Trevor. Great to be here. Hi, everybody. Yeah, glad to have you on this Monday morning. If you're listening on Monday or if you're tuning in later in the week, we're glad to have you as well. Um, We are walking our way through several of Jesus' parables this summer. And a parable is... um, um, how would you describe a parable? What's your definition? Well, there's different ways to talk about it, but I like to say it's just a simple story that teaches a spiritual lesson. Very good. Yeah, that's a great definition. Yep. Yeah. So you talked on Sunday about the parable of the rich fool. That's right. We jumped in yeah. with that and tied that into um, the million dollar question. Yes. And so this story that Jesus told, uh, he was teaching a multitude of people, and the question came up with a man who wanted, a, he had a financial question or mm-hmm. and wanted Jesus to help solve it, to settle an inheritance question. And then Jesus went into this story about the rich fool, yeah. which turned out to be a rich farmer who was suddenly blessed with much more and had to answer the million dollar question. What am I going to do with all this stuff? Yeah, that is a good question. <laughs> so much stuff, I don't know what to do with, with it. it. Yep. Yeah, and we, I think we're often like that yeah i wonder and i i think it must have a broad application because jesus told the story mm-hmm. to a multitude and it actually tells how many there's or gives an idea there were thousands on thousands of people several thousands of people so many they were it says they were trampling on each other i said mm-hmm. on sunday they were stepping on each other's toes but um it does apply to us we might think i know i don't have too much stuff yeah but i think if we stop to think about it when we start to think what do we need and then sometimes do we have more than we need mm-hmm. or are we blessed in abundance beyond, you know, in the Bible, it was a rich person who all of a sudden had a harvest, a farmer who had a harvest, a huge harvest that it wouldn't fit into his store storage bins, into his barns. Ah. And so what could that mean for us when we are relatively rich, when we compare ourselves to so many other people in the world? Mm-hmm. I actually read a statistic in preparation for the message on Sunday. It says 62% of the population of the earth lives on $10 a day or less. Wow. So if we put ourselves in comparison globally, a lot of us make more than $10 a day. Oh, yeah. And I know we we need more than that. We couldn't survive in Canada on $10 a day. No. We couldn't heat our homes for that. But we are um, relatively rich people Mm -hmm. and are blessed by God with incomes and homes and transportation. And sometimes we're surprised and we see even on top of the riches that we already have, we have more. Yeah. And uh, we're left sometimes struggling. What do we do with it? What do we do with it? Yeah, that is a good question. Um, So are we, do you think we're called then to live a life of like poverty? Yeah. So when Jesus jumps into this, he doesn't actually just jump right to the point and say, you know, so you rich I'm going to tell you a story about a rich farmer. He made a bad decision, a foolish decision to keep all of his stuff to Mm -hmm. himself. And so all of you don't fall for that. Just give it all away. But he issues a warning Mm -hmm. to this rich farmer and to all of us saying, you know, be on your guard against all kinds of greed. Life does not consist in the abundance of our possessions. And then he told the story of the rich farmer who decided to keep all of his stuff for himself Mm -hmm. and his reasoning as he thought through, what am I going to do with all my stuff? Well, I'm going to keep it so that I can store up all that I need for years to come. I can take it easy. I can eat, drink, and be merry. So this man's purpose was to have as much stuff as he could just for himself. 
And Jesus throws the twist into the story. As soon as the man decides, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to keep it all for myself. Jesus says, you fool. What an unwise decision because tonight you're going to die. And then who's going to get all of this stuff that you have? Mm. And I think even the people that I've gotten to know over the years who have come to the end of their lives and other people I know who I've read, it would say the same thing. When people come to the end of their lives, they don't regret um, the things that they've given away. Yeah. And if they, they had any wishes, maybe they wish they'd been a little more generous with people along the way because mm-hmm. when it's time to die, how much do you leave behind? Yeah. You know, you leave it all behind. Yep. And so we have this special opportunity during life to steward these wonderful resources that we have and the best use of them from God's perspective is not just to be greedy and keep them all for ourselves, but to find creative and wonderful ways to bless others and use those resources in his kingdom. Mm-hmm. Wow. That's a... I, w- I wanted to say to you, Julie, thank yes. you. Aurora oh, helped us yes. out on Sunday. Your daughter was a part of the service she on Sunday. She was thrilled to be asked to be part of it. She was thrilled and I was a little nervous. <laughs> Me too. Yeah. And uh, for our listeners, when uh, we invited Aurora to participate in the Mm -hmm. service, we kind of, I was thinking, well, maybe we need to script it all so that we get the result that we want Mm -hmm. to teach the illustration. And so the scripting would include telling her what to do with all of the riches that we poured out Mm -hmm. on her on Sunday, a whole lot of chocolate coins. Mm -hmm. And, uh, but before we actually scripted it, we kind of thought, well, we'll just test the waters and see where her heart is at and what she thinks she would do. Yeah. If she's blessed with an abundance of chocolate coins, just what would she come up with on her own? Yes. Well, and what she came up with, so we did talk about it a little bit at home, just yeah. so she would know what to, what to expect when she went up there. And what she said was, um, I'm going to keep half for myself and I'm going to share half. And that was kind of a fun and at first I thought oh why does she even need half of the gold coins like she should just like keep a handful and give the rest away but then and you brought it up to me too you said you know well is that what we do as adults (laughs) and it certainly is not Mm -hmm. um you know if we've been blessed we don't tend to give half of it away even right and I know even just food for thought for myself is I tend to be maybe a little bit more programmed in my giving and so mm-hmm. I say okay well I'd like to tithe give 10% yeah. of what I get and in there's times I've received a special gift and sure I'll give 10% yeah. of that away a tithe yes but here's uh, Aurora she said I'll give 50% yeah and so that's a challenge for me too when I'm blessed when I have to answer this million dollar question I have my needs are already met yeah. and I'm blessed even more what am I going to do with it? Am I just mm-hmm. going to store it up maybe so that I can take life easy? Yeah. You know, buy some special treats or would I be willing to release that to mm-hmm. bless other people? Yeah. Being more than 10% even. Mhm. It, yeah, it's um it's funny and I told this story last week on the podcast when I was talking with Pat about the if you didn't hear it, um a gentleman paid for my gas a right. couple of weeks ago. Mm-hmm. I think I told you I, this story. I just as listened well. to it this morning yeah. on my way into work. <laughs> Um, and this just, I, I filled up my tank and there was a, a scratch in my card. It wasn't working. So I had to go in to pay. And by the time I had gotten in, this gentleman had paid. And so I asked him, why did you do that? Because I was curious why he would pay for my gas. And what he said to me was, I make good money and, uh, I, I just want, I want to share, I want to share the extra yeah. that I have. And that's basically what he said. And I thought, oh, here's this stranger and I don't know if he was a Christian, if he knew Jesus or not, but, you know, Mm -hmm. blessing me 
And um, yeah, that was really, that was really impactful yeah. to be on the receiving end of being so blessed, you know? Yeah. He used his abundance yes. to meet other people's needs or to bless other people. Yeah. It's a very Jesus thing to do. It was, yes, absolutely. When, when our tendency might be to say, um, that's not what we normally would do with our abundance. Um, no. Sometimes we think, well, i got to keep it for a rainy day. Or, yeah, or just in case. Just keep filling up the bank account. I need yeah. to have more security. Mm-hmm. And I wonder if that's one of the things that kind of comes back to get us when the Bible says to be on our guard against all kinds, all kinds of greed. Uh, we're in this struggle thinking, okay, we have to prepare now for retirement. And, you know, if someday, so even the retirement plans sometimes sound like this farmer's plans. He says, I've got enough laid up for many years. Now I'm going to take it easy. I'm yeah. going to relax. I'm going to eat, drink, and be merry. Yeah. And so maybe Jesus is even throwing a little wrench into some of our, you know, the ideal plan for retirement. And saying maybe that's not the plan God has. Maybe retirement is more philanthropic. Ah, <laughs> How do we say that? Where, yes, you're where right. God says maybe you stored up some things for your for your retirement, but maybe retirement is the time for you to say, hey, we're gonna have fun being generous mm-hmm. and looking out for needs. Maybe yeah. paying gas for some people. Yeah. Or um, being generous to the work of God through the church or in mm-hmm. missions, and and that the excitement in following Jesus can be in not just how we accumulate and store treasures and mm-hmm. things, but in giving them away. Yeah. How can we apply this to not just our bank account, anything yeah. else? Can we apply that elsewhere in our lives? It could be applied to everything. I think uh, when we think of being stewards of all that God has given us, mm-hmm. our lives, our time, our talents, mm-hmm. our resources, the items that we own, and then the financial resources that we have either accumulated up to this point or that continue to flow into our lives through the sources of income that we have. And so the challenge, um, like on the one hand, is not to fall for greediness. And this is what the parable is. It's just a solemn, sober warning against all kinds of greediness. Mm -hmm. And then the opposite side of that is saying being rich to God, uh, being rich toward God. And so how can we use all that we have and that we've been blessed with, recognizing really it comes from God. Uh, He's given us the strength, the ability, the blessing to have these things. And so how can we use those to help others? And when I was studying for the parable, if we stay right within the parable, it doesn't give us too much, too many hints. It just says, you know, don't be greedy. Life doesn't consist in abundance of your possessions. Um, And it says, this is what's going to be like. What happened to the farmers, what it will be like for everyone who stores up treasures for themselves and is not rich toward God. So I was left with the question, well, what does it mean to be rich toward God? Yeah, that's a good question. And if we keep reading in Luke chapter 12, where these parables are, Jesus addresses a bunch more things that relate to how we view our needs and how we create a security safety net for us. Uh, Right after this parable, he talks about don't be anxious. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, if God looks after the birds, he'll certainly look after you. There's that passage there where we don't need to worry about what we wear, what we eat, but trust God who will care for our needs. And then a little farther on, it does um, have a passage that I think is fascinating. Mm -hmm. And it's good food for thought in Luke chapter 12, verses 33 and 34. Um, When you think about what does it mean to be rich toward God? And I wonder if this is part of the answer. It says there, sell your possessions and give to the needy. Provide for yourselves money bags that do not grow old with a treasure in heaven that does not fail where uh, where no thief approaches and no moth destroys. For where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. Mm-hmm. And just when I read that, I couldn't help but laugh. Sometimes we call someone who has money, they say, oh, that's just money bags. A, yes. rich, a rich person is money yeah. bags. And it says, uh, 
provide for yourselves money bags that don't grow old. <laughs> and uh, we all do grow older. Yes, But we if do. we do have yeah. money and possessions, this would counsel us. Sometimes it'd be good to sell some possessions. Um, use the, the money to help people who are needy. And basically you're providing for yourselves then money bags, a treasure in heaven. So instead mm -hmm. of storing up treasures on earth, we're storing up treasures in heaven, which seems to me is probably a way to be rich toward God. Mm -hmm. mm. That's a good, uh, yeah, that's a good application. That's a good yeah. thought. Have you got anything else to add? Any closing thoughts today? The closing thoughts is just, um, I hope all of us can remember this warning. Mm -hmm. um, warnings are there for our good. And so Jesus issued this warning uh, to help us uh, when we are blessed with more than we need. We're going to have to think, oh, what do I do with all this? Do I, yeah. do I build another building where I can store my stuff? Um, do I just put it in the bank? Do I put it in RRSP? What do I do with it? Yeah. And so I think Jesus would say, just be on your guard against all kinds of greed. And remember, life isn't about abundance of possessions. It's about being rich toward God, which means helping mm -hmm. other people with the resources that we have. Yeah. That's excellent. Thank you very much. I liked your um, your comments about the warning and, and being sure to listen and um, be attentive to that. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Don't, don't turn a deaf ear to the warning or it might come back to bite you. <laughs> yes. <laughs> very good. Thank you very much, Pastor Trevor. Um, if you'd like to get in touch with Trevor, if you've got any questions or um, anything you'd like to talk to him about you can reach him at trevor at waynefleetbic.com or if you'd like to get in touch with me with any feedback or podcast suggestions you can get in touch with me at julie at waynefleetbic.com so thank you for tuning in today and we look forward to connecting with you again next week yep have a great week everybody